I'm Mandy. And I'm Jessica. And this is The Coop. This is Coop Faves, where we share our favorite homeschooling resources and adventures. Today is Universal Yums. Yes. The deliciousness of a country all in a box. This monthly subscription box brings so much enriched learning and joy to our family and maybe a must for anyone wanting to teach cultural appreciation nice. or even geography. So you've heard me talk a lot about Universal a Yums. Lot. Yeah. What, what do I say about it normally? Well, you talk about all of the things that you do to enhance the box because mm -hmm. you love what the box comes with and you love the opportunity it brings. Yeah. So the box in and of itself is great, but the idea I get from you is that you love what it can launch you into. Yeah, so, that's right. That's, that's exactly. I, I love it. Mm -hmm. So I'll tell you first what Universal Yums is okay. and then how, how I use it. And I've had a number of people ask me, how I enhance it. So I love that you pointed that out. Okay, so what is it? It's a box full of savories and sweets from another country. It's 12 to six page information booklet about the country and its major sites of interest, nutritional information, a music playlist, trivia, games, and cultural traditions. Nice. So I have uh, one here and this is old. So I think they've actually built it up better. But you can see the pictures of special places. You can see local language on here, mm -hmm. uh, upcoming events that's happening in the country. And because they do time it with the, the season, then they have the trivia page you can see here. And that's the kids love doing that. And then for each of the food items, they give a little history of why it's included. In, in Indonesia, for example, they have volcanoes, destructive and creative. And then they talk about mm -hmm. uh, how volcanoes are forming the, the islands there. Yeah. And then they have a recipe. So in this one, it's Indonesian fried rice. And they show a picture. And then they have the trivia answer key with more information. And... Then also that comes in it is a card with the country's flag, and on the back is a chart where you can rate the, the yums, nice. which I'll get back to in just a second. So that is the 12 to 16 page information booklet. They are much more thorough now than what you what I just showed. Uh, they their monthly delivery is free shipping in the US. Nice. So you're literally only paying for the box or it's included. Uh, there's three levels of box size, five to seven snacks, which is what we ordered, which is $15 a month. When I mm -hmm. started, I think it was like $12 a month. Okay. And then 10 to 12 snacks, which is $26 a month, or 18 to 20 snacks at $41 a month if you commit to 12 months. And it gets right. more expensive if you only commit to like six months sure. or three months or, or month to month. Uh, and you can buy individual treats in their shop, too. So if you nice. just want one treat from a country, I was just looking up Israel since my husband's going to Israel, and we're thinking of doing our Christmas yeah. focus on that. I was looking at getting some treats so he doesn't have to fill his suitcase up with so many when he goes. But also he to, does. Yeah. But Marcus, also, you do. Yeah, he, he does. I, I was telling him, let me pack you. Right. And then throw away your underwear <laughs> so we can use the underwear for all the gifts and candy you're going to bring home. That's so funny. Not that he's like a large man or anything, but men's underwear tends to be way bigger 
than the little underwear that I wear that all, a whole two weeks can fit in a Ziploc for us, a little small Ziploc, but for men, it fills up. So that was my suggestion of how to bring home from Israel. Anywho, anywho, I could go on to Yum's and buy a number of Israeli candies, but so far I think I only saw one or two on there. Okay. Some countries they have a lot more of. Sure. A la carte. Probably depends on what extras they have from the different countries. Yeah. Okay. Three reasons it's our favorite. One, it expands taste preferences in a meaningful way, which is a much needed skill for many little ones. I, I don't push my kids at dinner time. You know, I don't want every time we have dinner together to be a, a battle. No. And so I, I, I usually make them have one healthy thing a day. And then the rest is just like, okay, you can have pasta. You can have chicken nuggets. You can do your mac and cheese, you know. But the yums, it's amazing how it expands their taste. They'll even have things, they'll eat things out of, with that, that has like horseradish. Mm -hmm. But it's a fun experience, so they're willing to try it. So every once in a while, when we were really good about doing our universal yums monthly, I'd be like, pretend it's a universal yum and just try this. It's amazing. And then they would. Right. Now, now we haven't used it for about a, a year or two. And so they're out of practice. Yeah, out of practice. And I'll be like, pretend it's universal yum. And it doesn't mean as much, right? Yeah. So anyways, it, it expands our taste preferences. Number two, it takes you on an adventure throughout the world through your taste buds. We love exploring another country, getting to know the globe and gaining a deep appreciation of other cultures. And it's seriously the most epic thing we do inside our home during our homeschool year. That's awesome. And we've tried other subscription boxes, which were amazing that were, instead of being yum or treats focused, it was more craft focused, which they really enjoyed. But when I asked them what they preferred, even though I, I found on Amazon, like, you know, snacks from those countries, it wasn't enough. They really liked ah. the yum focus yeah, of the universal cute. yums. And then number three, why it's our favorite, our kids love it. They beg to do this activity, and we've taken a break, and they keep asking, when are you going to sign up again? Oh, that's awesome. I know. So it really works for ancient history, you mm-hmm. know, even though it's more modern-day yums. It, it, it's so good it could add. Yeah. yeah. Okay, how we use it. We rate the yums and chart it. So like I said, they have a chart, but we customize the chart. I use black Sharpie and I change it to each of our names. Mm. And then we we rate each yum and we award two points for a good or a yummy, one point for an okay, and zero points for a yuck. Okay. There are four of us sharing the five to seven snacks. So I just have a cutting board out. And if it's one piece of hard candy, I try and cut it into fourths. A lot of times when they're tiny candies, they give you two. So then I okay. cut it into half. Sometimes they give you a full candy bar. So that's an easy one to break into fourths. Sometimes, like one time it was baklava in this special little box. And the baklava was sitting in this little nest that you could eat the nest too. It was just that's incredible. Crazy. It was beautiful. That was hard to kind of split up because who's eating the nest? And But, you know, you figure it out. So we record our yum score for each country. And then after about 10 to 12 boxes, we created this bar chart. So I'm going to hold it up. And I framed it because I was in the habit of framing something that represented the year. So this this particular year, we probably a year and a half or two years, it was the yum score. A previous year, my my daughter had uh, drawn a picture of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. So I had framed that. So I was trying to do one thing that represented each year. And 
I've only done it twice, but <laughs> it's really cool to look back on this and yeah. and it shows which country they like the best. It looks like Italy got the highest score. And what we had to do is since not every box had like seven, some had five, we had the had to weight the scores and oh, and then sure. average them and stuff. And so that was fun for me to figure out. To remember how to do all that. Yeah. yeah. And the kids witnessed me kind of talking it out and trying to mm-hmm. figure it out. And then my oldest was the one who did the math and and then created the yum chart. And they were they were so excited to hear which country won. The worst one was Taiwan. But all the really high ones were Italy, Germany, Russia, the UK. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't like the Netherlands. And sometimes it's it's just a matter of if if uh, it fits their taste buds. It could have been really yummy for me, but then right. if the kids don't like it, that's three they, bad boats. Yeah, yeah, that's three bad boats. So that it's really fun to kind of track that. And then uh, we also use it as a unit study. So number two, use it as a unit study. We take turns finding each country on the globe. Over time, we play games spinning the globe and trying to find where the countries are that we've traveled to. Uh, We also study the flag symbolism, the economy and agriculture, religion Mm -hmm. and transportation. And then later, they pick the facts that they're really excited about. They always had to do the flag, and we talked about the symbolism. And then they could pick from all the facts we talked about and ideas, and then they could draw them. And I'll show you the binder later. But we learned about interesting historical events that change the country's boundaries or the government, natural disasters. Uh, we looked at points of interest on YouTube and watched videos that take us there with other kids as tourists. So there's a That's lot cool. of videos out there that show kids traveling, and it's like a three-minute video of them exploring something. Other times, like Colombia, I totally wanted to travel to Colombia after seeing the videos. There's this like really steep mountain that you can walk upstairs Mm -hmm. and it's over 650 feet high and it's an amazing view and it really made me want to go there like I want to go do that yeah Uh, so these countries have all these wonders that the kids don't know exist and so it really exposes them to that and us too you know so we also add two pages to our binder notebook so I have it here and for example, I'm showing my son's Germany one from a couple of years ago, and he has new Schwanstein on there. He has the flag. He has some Deutsch. He has a, a model train museum that's in Hamburg, I guess, that they're known for. He wrote Bach, Beethoven, and Wagner, and he has a staff with some music. So maybe I had him play it on the piano. He has their religion and a pie chart, and then he shows East and West Germany and what years the wall was up. And then they always got to pick one of the Yum's wrappers or two, and they would tape it on. And so every, and they're in uh, protective sheets. So every new page, so here's Thailand and every, and for Greece, actually, since we looked at mythology, I'm, oh, Poland, we have some money from Poland since I had gone. But for Greece, he we did the Greece, and then we read a bunch of myths for the myths they were interested in. And so Micah drew a, a picture of the god of the seas, Poseidon, and then uh, Zeus. And so these are his pictures of those Greek gods. So it's just really fun to create this binder. They love flipping through it. Mm-hmm. And all we would do is fold the paper into quadrants, and, yeah. and it became a routine. So they knew exactly what to do for Russia. He did the Trans-Siberian Railway, which is the longest railroad 
in the world. And it was so fun because there were certain YouTubers that we liked to trek. And there was ones that were actually, they were, they were taking this railroad yeah. and then they had like two minutes to get off to find food. Oh, wow. And, and they got off and then he almost missed getting back on. And so it was just fun to see. And they showed what yeah. their compartment looked like. And we just sat there watching them ride this Trans-Siberian Railroad. So it's so cool. Yeah. So just exposing your kids knowing, for them to know that's out there. They probably couldn't tell you most of this now, but it'd be fun to, to, to start it back up again and do it mm -hmm. again. And then it would start jarring their memory. Right. We read, uh, we utilize field trip locations. So for example, for the Japanese yum box, we would go to the Japanese friendship gardens. Yeah. Uh, we read cultural fiction from that country's past. I have a reference book that we use for many of the stories and legends from various countries. Or like I said, if it's Greece, we did a, yeah. some mythology. The cultural craft. If you have a reference book for craft, so for Russia, we did how to draw those Russian dolls. And so they ha it had a stencil, so they did that. And we watched a video of, of them making the Russian it's dolls. Incredible. And it's incredible, yeah. yeah. So every country can be different. Some can have field trips, some can have a craft, some can have an art project. And uh, I think if I were to do it again, I would probably pick one or two things that's special and focus more, go do a deeper dive. Sure. So Universal Yums is a day that's a two to four hour school day. Mm -hmm. And that is all we do. I prepare the YouTube playlist ahead of time and review the facts and look at our library of reference books first. And then I put tabs and, you know, to get to the important information. Sometimes I would have to check out books from the library when I was still allowed, <laughs> but now I'm allowed again. So, okay. Number You're back in. I'm back in. Number three way that we use it is a trip around the world week. Mm -hmm. We have done this two times. So if you let the boxes pile up, it kind of gets overwhelming. Like, shoot, when are we going to do all these boxes? So you do a trip around the world week. And my kids loving spend, love spending an entire week where we open a new box each day. It's a little overwhelming. It's kind of a lot. So you might want to take a couple days break, do the week, and then a couple days break. Right. We decorate our dining room with it, atop of the piano with the reference books and stuff. And then I hang up these pendant flags across the entire dining room. It's so long. We used them for a cuckoo yep. trip around the world. Very long. By like Thursday, I'm like, we got to take these flags down. I can't handle them anymore. But the map we set up and we we chart our course with the, the yarn as mm -hmm. we go. And, so cool. And then I have us take off and using a YouTube flight video. Mm -hmm. So it's just really fun as a quick unit study themed. You have the food, you have the books, yeah. and you might have the experiences. So other ways to play. Depending on your child's age or development, you can offer these additional options. Researching and presenting about a topic or interesting practice or tradition that your child is curious about for that country. They can compare and contrast with other countries or cultures they've learned about in the past. You can offer to let your child present the country. Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe the spouse helps them look up videos because you don't want them looking up videos on their own, like of Poland or something. They're going to see a lot of Holocaust. So, you know... Even with Rick Steves, like he does a lot on the Holocaust for Poland. So I had to be very careful with what videos I showed for Poland, for example. Right. If you have another parent that can do that, then they can surprise you and the other kids. Uh, they can look at the books ahead of time. So it'd be a, a really great way for the older kids to take ownership and point out what they find super interesting. And then look up recipe options, make dinner that night, and then teach some language words. 
And, you know, the possibilities are endless. So on this link, we have reference books that I use. A Year Full of Stories is the one I was talking about for, like, folk tales and and stories of the past. And then also World Religions, uh, The Sea Inside World Religions. Uh, I think it's an Esborn book. It's Lift the Flap. It's really well done. And so they've learned about Buddhism, Hinduism, uh, Taoism, Christianity, of course. Um, They've learned about all that depending on what country we're studying. And then they, they create the pie chart you know, about the different religions and et cetera. So there you go. That is Universal Yums. Thanks for listening. We love your support. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, leave a rating and review to let us know how we're doing, and share our podcast with your friends who need a little community, humility, and joyful fun in homeschooling.